Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. We are in 2016. For those of you that write checks, don't forget, it's 16. I bet some of you have already forgotten. Anyway, let's start a new service this morning. You guys would rise and sing with us. We're going to sing Send the Light. There's a call come ringing o'er the restless waves. Send the light, send the light. There are souls to rescue, there are souls to save. Send the light, send the light, send the light. The blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. We have heard the Macedonian call today. Send the light, send the light, send the light, send the light. And the golden offering at the cross we lay. Send the light, 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 send the light. The blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine, let it shine forevermore. Let us pray that grace may everywhere about send the light, send the light, send the light, send the light, and the Christ-like spirit everywhere be found. Send the light, send the light, send the light, send. Send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine, let it shine forevermore. Let us not grow weary in the work of love. Send the light, send the light, send the light, send the light. Let us gather jewels for a crown of love. Send the light, 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 the blessed gospel light, let it shine, let it shine from shore to shore, shore to shore. Send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine, let it shine forevermore. One more time, send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine, let it shine from shore to shore, shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine, let it shine forevermore. Give God the glory this morning. Praise the Lord. Good seeing you guys this morning. We do have a lot of folks still traveling. We got some that are ill. Also, Miss Thelma called this morning. She sprained her ankle real badly, and I told her that we would pray for her. But it's good seeing everybody today. You're in for a treat this morning, as you can. See, things are set up differently than normal. That is because we have the children going to be presenting most of the message today. Hallelujah. So we're going to lift that up in prayer in just a moment. But guys, most of all, it's just good seeing you. And and praise the Lord for each one of you for being here this morning. And let's go to him in prayer. God, I thank you for this opportunity that we have together to open your word together in a little bit, to listen to these children be used by you to, to share your ministry. And God, most of all, that you are in this place. We pray that you will not only be glorified here, but that you will be honored and that your spirit will pour out upon everyone that's here today. May we feel your presence in such a way 
that we can leave here knowing that we stood in the presence of the one who loves us the most, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. God, if there is someone here today that does not know that, if there's someone here today that has never bowed a knee and accepted you as their Lord, their, their, their Savior, may they do so today. May they not make excuses that, well, it was just the children this, or it was New Year's. God, may they truly surrender their heart to you before it's too late. May thy will be done in your house this day, and we thank you for all that you're going to say and do here. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. As I said, it's good to see everybody this morning. Walk around, give somebody a handshake, a hug, and tell them it's just great to see them, and they didn't have to bring their boat in today. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder that. There is a name I love to hear, I love to sing its word. It sounds like music to my ear, the sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me, it tells me of a saint's love who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, because He first loved me. It tells of one whose loving heart can feel my deepest woe, who in his sorrow bears a part that none can bear below. No, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because He first loved me. As you take your seats. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because He first loved me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. As you can, as I said earlier, we do have a, a special service this morning. The children are going to be presenting the service today. So praise the Lord for that. And you're, you're in for a, a huge blessing. We got just a few announcements I want to make sure to touch on. You know, I kind of, now I know how Chris feels behind the pulpit. This feels good. Pulpit down there, arms length and everything. I feel like I'm tall again. Or, I shouldn't say again. Well, I was in a dream once, but still. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> that was a little too loud. <laughs> um, I do have some announcements we need to talk about this, this morning, one of which is our Thursday night service. Uh, regular schedule comes back into play. So we do have services tonight. For our, our, we're in the book of 1 John, so that will be at 6 o'clock this evening. Also, our Thursday night services will resume again this week. Uh, everything's going to go back to the same schedule as it was prior, so we're back to a normal thing. 
that being said, which means this is the first week of January, tomorrow night is staff meeting, guys. So it's an, uh, if I can get my staff to be here tomorrow evening at 7, and the re- this is direly important this month because this is also the month for our yearly, bi-yearly business meeting. Now, speaking of the bi-yearly business meeting, everyone is invited. So I hope it's a covered dish. Just bring something that you like to throw together. We're going to all share together and have a potluck lunch, and we fellowship and have lunch together. It's always a great time of fellowship. And then we go into our meeting. The meeting, if you've never been to one of our business meetings, is not one of those that you see on TV or the jokes are made of. We really truly talk about what God has done in the church and what what we plan on or think he's going to do in the church ahead. Uh, Let's talk about things that happen, such as our sign out there. Praise the Lord for that. You didn't notice Brother Juan, who's not here this morning, but Brother Juan who preaches our Spanish mission, he donated those big uh, granite, or they're not granite, I don't know what those are, but those big, huge blocks, if you haven't noticed around the sign out there, uh, they're help protect if somebody was to run off the road and hit the sign. Those will protect that. So we're going to We'll put some, we're thinking about some shrubs and some plants and stuff in, pretty of that up. But praise the Lord. If you see Brother Juan, tell him thank you for the, those big stones, whatever those cut stones are uh, around the sign. So praise the Lord for that. Um, but we'll talk about things like that that's transpired this last year. Talk about, you know, huge blessing. Again, if you wasn't here for the uh, Christmas caroling, we had so many people show up that we, we probably, I don't know how many we had walking. We filled the entire trailer. The 20, is that 26 foot? 25 foot? 24 foot float. We had that completely filled. The back of the truck filled. The end of the cab filled. And people walking. So praise the Lord. You know, those are great things that we talk about in our business meetings. So I, I hope everybody will come. Stay and eat lunch. Listen to what God's been doing in the church. And we'll just have a great time of fellowship. Next, that's next Sunday. No, no, it's not. That's January 17th. Tomorrow's staff meeting, then January 17th is our business meeting. Yes, Corey? Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll have our youth service on January 17th as well. So we'll have a fun day. Come and and there's a young man that's going to be preaching the scripture from our youth, and the youth are going to be bringing the service that day, and then we're going to go into our business meeting. It'll just be a fun day of fellowship and listen to God's word. And you won't have to listen to me that much. So come on out. Amen? Okay, what else? Oh, the the uh, not Bible study uh, retreat. Thank you. The ladies' retreat is coming up first weekend in February. I know it's a a little bit of a short notice. However, if you are interested in going, ladies, I know the ladies always enjoy this every year. It's up in Dallas, and Sherry Sherry has all the details. It'll be eighty dollars. It's for Friday and Saturday. That covers your hotel, uh, gas, and the bus, and and some of the foods and such. So it'll be a um, uh, a time for you ladies to just go and be able to be refreshed and filled by a speaker up there in Dallas and have a good time, spend night just you ladies fellowshipping. Now, uh, looks like I'll be driving the bus. I'm not one of the ladies. However, that means leave me alone in my front of the bus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we, we'll we'll get. I'll get you there safely, and you ladies can have a good time and and enjoy yourself up there. Uh, I think, let me make sure that's everything here. I know we had quite a few announcements. Um, there's a baby shower for Lindsay Butler uh, next Sunday after the morning service in the fellowship hall. So if you if you would like to go and be a part of that shower, I'll be in the fellowship hall after next Sunday's service. All right. 
I think that's enough of the announcements. I have the scripture reading this morning that I want to share with you just uh, quickly, kind of just to, to set things up a little bit. I'm in Matthew chapter 21, looking at verse 15. It says, When the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonders that he did, and the children in the temple complex cheering Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. And he said to them, this is Jesus speaking, do you hear what, or first the Pharisees, do you hear what these children are saying? And Jesus says, yes. Have you never read? You have prepared praise from the mouths of children and of nursing infants. Guys, these kids are going to come up in just a little bit, and they're going to share with us a, a message today. Do not make the mistake of shutting your ears down and just looking for a, a, a smile or this or that. It's going to be great. and It's going to be nice to see. But understand that God prepares, as he says, the mouths of children to praise him. Listen to what they're going to say today. Pray for them. Enjoy the service this morning. And let's enjoy it knowing that God's speaking through our little ones today. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I again lift up this service to you. I've, I've prayed with these, these youngsters that are going to be coming up already. However, I lift them to you again. May you put a hedge of protection about them. Let them feel your peace, your patience, your, your presence. May they just feel you all about them. God, thank you for this service today. Bless us. Bless these musicians that are coming up right now. And God, may we just have a great time in your house. In Jesus' name, amen. good to have the band back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all here for the start of this new year. Start of the new year is usually a time where everybody kind of like, you know, feels refreshed and renewed. And, and that's an interesting thing because like everybody has, you know, usually a renewed vigor for seeking Christ, which is a good thing. But let me remind you that God never changes. Amen. So uh, we're going to sing this first song. I know whom I believe. If you'd sing with us. I know not why God's wondrous grace to me He has made known Nor why unworthy Christ in love redeemed me for his own. But I know whom I have believed in, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I committed unto him against that day. I know not how this saving faith to me he did impart, nor how believing in his word wrought peace within my heart. But I know whom I believe in, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I committed. Unto him against that day I know not how the Spirit moves Convincing men of sin Revealing Jesus through the Word Creating faith in him 
But I know who I have believed in And I'm persuaded that he is able To keep that which I committed Unto him against that day I know not what a good or ill may be Reserved for me of weary ways of golden days before his face I see but I know who I have believed in and I persuade him that he is able to keep that which I committed unto him against that day I know not when my Lord may come at night or noonday fair, nor if I walk the veil with him or meet him in the air. But I know who I have believed in, and I persuade that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day but I know I have believed and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I committed unto him against that
Because I know that you love me, your love never fails. Sing this next part out. You make all things work together for my for my good you make all things work together for my good you make all things work together for my good you stay the same through the ages your love never changes Everything and I will 
say ahead of time as these kids are coming up getting ready. For those that tend to ask after a children's thing, it was this recorded. Remember, the church has its own YouTube channel now. Therefore, everything you see here this morning, you can go to the YouTube channel and, and watch it over and over and over or share with your friends 
as well. So uh, I encourage you to do that. All right. Now I'm going to turn it over to these guys. Welcome to a Sunday school classroom. It could be the past in England, 1558, where no printed Bibles for the common existed. Learning was through verbal teaching of songs and visual symbols passed down to remember the tenets of our faith. Most could not read, and there was persecution of Christians then. The king wanted only the Church of England and his beliefs to be the sole religion. He tried to have his own Bible written. Claiming Christianity could mean imprisonment to off with your head. It could be the classroom of the future, where the Bible tells us there will come a day when Bibles will be destroyed and Christians will be persecuted for their beliefs. Or it could be today's classroom. But remember, in other countries in the world, even today, there is persecution of Christians and Bibles are banned. So learn from this song the meaning of the symbols of our faith about the gifts we have been given. And never forget, Jesus is our greatest Christmas gift. Morning, boys and girls. I'm so glad to see you all this morning. How's everybody doing? Good. All right. Today is our ninth day of Christmas. We celebrated Jesus' birth on December 25th. But as we know, that may not have been his real birthday. But since then, we still celebrate and we count down those days. Now, y'all have been given nine gifts that we've studied, and there's actually 12. So we're going to finish learning today in class about all 12. Let's get started. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. A partridge in a pear tree. What's a partridge? What's a pear tree? Oh, wow. Good questions that we've learned about. Well, let's start off with, who's our true love? Well, it's very good. It's not our girlfriend. It's not our boyfriend that we're smitten with. It's not our husbands or our wives. It's who, guys? God. God. That's right. Good job. And let me tell you about that partridge in the pear tree. Partridge represents our Jesus Christ. And the pear tree is represented in the cross. Now let me tell you a little bit about a partridge. A partridge is a bird who is willing to sacrifice himself for the life of its young. He protects his chicks from predators. Jesus is our protector. He's our savior. And he has protected us from the predator of death by dying on the cross. That's that tree. Got it? Well, let's go on. On the second day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. What are the two turtle doves? Two turtle doves. Does anybody remember the two turtle doves? Fantastic! That's it! God has given us the gift of a Bible. An Old Testament to tell about the 
before Jesus and the New Testament to tell us after about Jesus after his birth. Great job, Lawson. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hymns. Great. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's a great answer, Brad. And that is our Holy Trinity. And that would be a great three that fits here. But in the Bible, Jesus tells us that there are three other things that he wants us to remember. What are those three other things? Can anybody remember? Yes, Lawson? What are those three things? Faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. How wonderful! Does anybody know where we find about faith, hope, and love? Yes, Jesus is the one who told us about faith, hope, and love. He's our great teacher. Greg, are you finding that for us? Yeah. Now these are the remains, remain, these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And where do we find that? 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. Great job, great job. Let's go on. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love came to me, four calling birds. Four Gospels? That's right, the four mm -hmm. Gospels. Can you tell me what those four Gospels' names are? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes, those were good news to us. And they tell us all about Jesus. And those are the four that we want the whole world to know about. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings. Hey, you got that one too? Um, it's the five books of law. Yes, and which ones are those? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Oh, those are hard words to say, but you've got those exactly right. They're also known as the Pentateuch. And these five books tell us the full circle of man, where he fell into sin, and the promise of sending a Savior. God's greatest love for us is when he sent us that Savior. Good job. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six keys to Annabelle, what do you know? Six days of creation. Do you know where we can find out about the six days of creation? Tell yes. us about those. It's in Genesis 1, verse 1, verse, verse 1 through 20, 28. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there is light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. 
God called the light day, and he called the darkness night. And he came in the morning the first day. Then God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters, separating water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the from the water above the expanse. And also, God called the expanse sky, and he came in the morning the second day. Then God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered into one place, and let the dry land appear. And also, God called the dry land earth, and he called the gathering of the water seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and fruit trees on this earth, bearing fruit with seed in it, according to their kinds. And also, the earth brought the forth vegetation, seed-bearing plants, according to their kinds, and tree-bearing fruits with seed in it, according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Evening came in the morning the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night. They will serve as signs for festivals and for days and years. There will be lights in the expanse of the sky to provide light on the earth. And also, God made the two great lights, that great, the greater light to have dominion over the day and the lesser light to have dominion over the night, as well as the stars. God placed them in the expanse of the sky to provide light on the earth, to dominate the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. Evening came in the morning, the fourth day. Then God said, Let the water swarm with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky. So God created the large sea creatures every living creature that moves and swarms in the water according to their kinds. He also created every winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that was good. So God blessed them, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the waters of the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And he came in the morning the fifth day. And God said, let the earth produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock creatures that call in the Wildlife of the earth, according to their kinds. And they were so. So God made the wildlife of the earth according to their kinds. The livestock according to their kinds. And creatures that crawl on the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that was good. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. They will rule the fish of the seas, the birds of the sky, the living stock, all the earth. And the creatures are called on the earth. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the seas, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. Wow, God sure was busy making our wonderful earth. No wonder he rested on the seventh day. On the seventh day of Christmas, natural luck gave to me seven swans of swimming. James? The seven gifts of the Spirit. Seven gifts of the Spirit. Which one are those? First Corinthians 12, 4 through 10. Tell us about it. Now there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God is active in everyone and everything. 
A manufacturing of the Spirit is given to each person to produce what is beneficial. To one is given a message a message of wisdom through the Spirit, to another a message of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by one Spirit, to another the performing of miracles, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between Spirits, to another different kinds of languages, and to another interpretation of languages. Wow, those are some amazing gifts. We need to look inside each other to see which ones we have been blessed with. I bet you many have at least one, and some have even more than that. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids of milking. Emily, do you know the eight maids? What's another word for those maids? Beatitudes. That's right. Can you tell me about those Beatitudes? Do you know where to find them? Yes, ma'am. It's in Matthew 5, 1 through 12. When he saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those who mourn, because they will be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, because they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, because they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, because they will show mercy. Blessed are those are the pure in heart, because they will they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, because they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you, and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in heaven, for that is how they, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Wow, what great attributes we should all have. And what a promise when we show those attributes in our lives. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love to me, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Wow, Annabelle and Emily, good job. You got that ladies dancing down really well. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Ten lords of leaping. The Ten, the Ten Commandments. What should lead our lives? Let's hear it. Number one, we just begun. God should be first in your life. Number two, the idol rules our images aren't nice. Number three, God's name should be never spoken in just. Number four, this Sabbath for our worship and our rest.
Number five, we also on our mother and father. Number six, don't get your kicks out killing one another. Number seven, life is heaven when you two to your mate. Number eight, don't get your kicks out killing. Number eight, don't steal the race. This world for goodness sake. Number nine, be kind by telling lies. Number 10, don't covet when you see your neighbor's house of life. All right. We got to work on some of those things that's supposed to lead our lives. But good job. All right. Number 12. I'm sorry. The teacher done messed up. All right. On the 11th day of Christmas, what you look at to me. Eleven pipers piping. What are pipers, guys? The eleven faithful, the eleven faithful the disciples. The eleven faithful apostles. Do you know those guys' names? These are the names of the twelve disciples. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebra, Zebedee. And and John, his brother, Philip, and Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Phyllis, and Thaddeus, Simon, Zila, and Judas, the Iscariot. Who also betrayed him. Oh, you got Judas in there. No wonder you started with 12, but there were 11 faithful. Judas wasn't that faithful one, remember? He was the traitor. All right, good job. Those names are hard to pronounce. But they gave us our first examples of how to live like Christians because they, most of them were there with Jesus as he walked on this earth. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true look into me, 12 drummers drumming, the 12 points of the Apostles' Creed. Wow, these are the things that are supposed to keep our hearts beating, and we believe if we call ourselves Christians. So we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Church, the gathering of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Wow, what wonderful gifts that we are to treasure and hold on to at all times. In the good times, in the bad times, in the happy and the sad, in the easy and the hard times. Let's go back and review. I'll sing. 
You jot down the meanings, and we'll see how many y'all get correct. Are you ready? Get set. Here we go. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Twelve drummers drumming, pipers piping, ten mothers leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight men to lifting, seven men to sleeping, six kids to laying, five golden rings, four calendars, three French hens, two turtle and a partridge in a pear tree. How did you guys do? Good. I'm very, very proud of you, boys and girls. There's one other thing I want you to remember. Today, you've been given a gift. It's called a present. Use it wisely and leave no unopened gifts. No forgotten gifts under the Christmas tree for this new year. Class dismissed! Good job, guys. Good job. All right. Amen. Good job, Lawson. Caden. Amen. Praise the Lord. Give, give, give these kids another hand of, round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. That's all right. Well, those presents that just got knocked over, that's what I want to talk about a little bit this morning, too. Those nine maids that they were singing of, the kids told you of, this being a new year, I just got a little something I want to share with you. Bob, do you want to go ahead and put that up on the, on the, on the board as well? If you didn't notice the presents down here, each one has the name. These kids just shared that message with you. And I, I pray as we go into this new year, we remember everything that the kids just told us. If we would live by what they just shared with us, our lives would be so much better. Amen? Now, this morning, just to get drive it home just a little bit more, and these kids just spoke to you about those fruits of the Spirit, I, want, I brought a family with me to church. You know, a church is a lot like a family. We, every member of the family, if you will, is different. Every member of the family has his own special identity, his own special personality, if you will. So I brought a very special family with me today to kind of share that with you guys and, and keep along the, the theme that we had a little bit. This morning, I want to share with you this family that came with me, and it's the Tater family. Now this is Dad. His name is Dick Tater. So let's see his mustache, that's why he's Dad. So there's the, he's Dick Tater. And then we got Mom, who's the sweet Tater. And then, oop, we have their teenage son, Spectator. Then we got the daughter. Now that's Emma Tater. And then we got a couple of Tater Tots, whoever threw that out there. These little guys would be in the nursery. So, we, we have this family of Taters here. And they're visiting with us this morning, and I wanted to kind of share with you just a, a little something about each one of these taters. Now, dictator, dad, father, he tends, when he goes to church, he always has to be boss. He, he always tells everybody what to do. 
And when we think about that just a little bit, what is he wanting to do? He, he tends to be the one that wants to, he has to be the chairman of the deacons. He has to be on the personnel committee. He has to make the decisions. Everything is his way. If he can't be the boss, he won't come to church at all. Hmm. Well, then you look at mom. Mom here, she is the, she's a, she's a sweet tater. She always has something nice to say. Mom always just thinks about everybody else. She, she never insists on having her own way. She never uh, would ever get mad or, or, or get her feelings hurt if it didn't go her way. She always wants to encourage others. She wants to build others up. She wants to, to truly show the fruits of the Spirit that the, that the kids just shared with us. In Galatians 5, 24, uh, yes, 24 and 25, 23 and 24, look at that real quick again. The kids shared it with you. It's on these presents. But this is something we should remember that, that mom, sweet tater, lives by. She says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Verse 22 and 23, I apologize. Against such things there is no law. That's what mom lives by. That's what sweet tater in this family. That's, that, that is her life. That is everything she chooses to do comes from that passage of Scripture. And when people see her, they just know that, that Christ is in her life, that, that she is doing what she's supposed to do. But then you have the teenage son. Now, he, his name is Spectator. Now, the thing about him, what he tends to like to do, he, he, he just doesn't really want to get involved. He likes to sit on that back row and, and, and you know, he just kind of watches what's going on. He, he doesn't want any jobs. He doesn't really want to do anything. He just wants to sit back and watch everybody else work. And in so doing, he looks at those jobs and guess who's the first one to start critiquing? Guess who's the first one to point out any kind of uh, symmetry issues. The, the first one to point out, well, I think it should be like this or like that. The first one to criticize, the first one to find fault. That kind of fits that their, their son there, that teenage boy, spectator. And then you have their daughter. Daughter is Emma, imitator. And Emma, she, she is more worried about what she wears to church. She's more worried about if she has the, the right makeup. If she's more worried about as she truly looked at the internet and found the newest fad and found the newest thing. She's more worried about what people think about her her dressing or about what she looks like than what actually is happening in church. She's more worried about being cool and making sure other people see that she has the prettiest smile. She's more worried about making sure that she fits in with the crowd than she is about what's going on in the church. Now, here's the thing. That brings us to tater tots. Now, the tots, like I said, they're usually sitting in the nursery, but they're around before and after church. They start integrating into children's programs such as this, and, and they, they go into the fellowship hall back and forth. And we don't know exactly how the tater tots are going to turn out quite yet. But here's the deal. They will probably look like one of the members of their family. They are going to be looking to that church family, their own family, the church family. They're going to looking at, be looking at dictator. They're going to be looking at spectators. They're going to be looking at the imitators. But hopefully they're also looking at the sweet taters. Because you see, they're going to make a decision. And they're going to make a decision on whom they see. 
They're going to make a decision on what they see. They're going to make a decision on their life by emulating those around them. I hope that they will choose to be like sweet tater. But the choice is going to come down to how many sweet taters there are out there as opposed to the dictators, the spectators, and the imitators. I pray as we go into this new year, they will take the teachings that these kids have just presented to us right here. Whether it's the Apostles' Creed, whether it's the, 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 the cross, the apostles, the Ten Commandments, the fruit of the Spirit, every bit of that should be implanted in our hearts so that we will not sin against God. But if we will take the fruit of the Spirit, the nine maids of milking, as they said, or Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, if we will take those and make those the, the, zestfully the, the, pri- the primary focus of our lives, if we will have encouraging things to say to one another, if we will love one another, if we'll be patient with one another, if we will be kind to one another, if we will say things in gentleness, if we will exercise self-control, if I will do those things and keep my eyes focused on Christ, I'll be just like this mama tater, sweet tater. You know what? If all of us do that, the tater tots will only have one example to follow. And then we don't have to worry about who they become. Praise God for these kids that were willing to come up here and share the scripture, share a story. Thank you for Miss Peggy and Miss Julie, uh, and and trying before Miss Peggy trying to keep up with the song there at the end. Praise God that they're willing to do that. They did that. Now we should do our part and be examples back to these kids. There you, they are starting the pathway. Praise God. Let's continue to be examples for them. Now, how do you show the fruits of the Spirit? Do you get an apple from an orange tree? No. Can you get an apple, or can you get an orange from an apple tree? No. Can you, no matter how hard you stare at an apple, it's not going to become an orange. You can paint it orange, but what's going to happen when you take a bite out of it? It's going to taste like an apple with a little latex paint or something. No matter how hard you try to emulate, no matter how hard you try to stare at that tree and spectate, no matter how hard you dictate to that tree how it should and what it should grow, it's still going to put it up, produce the fruit that's inside the tree. If you want to produce the fruits of the Spirit, then you've got to have the Spirit on the inside. These kids shared these things with you today. Christ is sharing His heart with you, His blood with you. I, I, I said there would never be a service that we don't have an altar call. And I want to give you this opportunity this morning. And the invitation. These kids did a great job this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. But I want to give you this moment in time as well to choose what kind of tater you're going to be this new year. If you really want to be a sweet tater, you really want the fruits of the Spirit to move in your life, then you've got to have the Spirit within you. You can't produce the fruit if the Spirit's not there. You can imitate, but only for so long. Eventually, somebody's going to bite into the apple. This morning, I want us all to stand. I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. I'm going to ask the musicians to come up and play a little bit this morning. If God is speaking to you today, and He's saying that this is your time, this is the opportunity to get your heart right. Now, this morning, you may say, I know Christ but you haven't been showing the fruits. 
fact, you realize maybe I've been that spectator. Now, if you look at spectator, I dream a little mohawk on there. If you're going to stay there, you're going to have to come back next week with a mohawk. I don't know. But you may find you're a spectator. You may realize you're an imitator. You may find out you're that dictator. If you're not what God would have in that place where God would have you to be right now, take this opportunity to look to Him and say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned. I want to show the fruit that these kids told us about. I want to be able to be to, to share the gospel just as these young guys have this morning. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let me tell you quickly, as they sang that very first, He died on that cross and He shed His blood went down to the depths of hell and defeated death, hell, and the grave to set for us in eternity a place that was built not of hands of this world so that where he may be, we may be also. And he said, whomsoever believed in him, believed in their heart that he was the Son of God and that he was resurrected from the dead and professed it with their mouth, so shall they be saved. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and you truly want to give Him your heart today, you can do that. If you're here this morning and you do know Him, but you realize the fruit's kind of withered on the vine, then ask Him today to forgive you and pump that spirit back into those fruits again. So that when the world comes by, they can pick off that gentleness, that kindness, that grace, that love, that forgiveness. And God can be glorified. I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. If God's speaking to you today, will you listen? Will you act upon what He says today? Hallelujah. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, I come before you in the name of Jesus asking that you take all the words that these young people shared this morning out of your Scripture and apply them to the hearts of everyone here, young and old alike. God, they, they were able to sing the Ten Commandments. Many of us don't even know, can't do that uh, as adults. They were able to sing the fruits of the Spirit to us. Many of us can't do that as adults. May we take their heart and their words to our heart and allow your Spirit to grow within us, to have the same passion and zeal that they've showed this morning. May we be able to go out into the world and let the world see in us your grace, your love, your mightiness, your power. Father, if there is someone here today that does not know you, may you move in their heart today. Have them to, to step out and, and, and tell the world that they accepted you this day. And those of us that do know you, that maybe the fruit's getting a little sickly in one area or another, God, bring that to our attention. And God, let that person ask your forgiveness and surrender that fruit to you right now. May, your fruit, may everyone that leaves this place today, Lord God, be able to say that the fruit of the Spirit can be witnessed on their tree. God, I pray your will to be done today. In Jesus' name, amen. As they play right now, if God's called you to come down, don't say, well, this was a children's service. I can't accept Christ today. You can accept Christ any second of any day or night that there's still breath in your body. Don't make excuses. Don't allow Satan to whisper in your ear. If God's telling you to move, move. Now if he's telling you to hold up holy hands and say, thank you Jesus for the gifts you've given me, 
that Julie ended the, the play with, we should be thankful for every gift under that tree that God has given us. And if, just like we would any other temporal gift, we would use it. We would play with it. We would take it out and let others see. Thank you, God. Maybe that's all you want to say today is thank you, God. Or maybe you just want to sing. But take this moment of invitation and do what the Lord would have you to do today. Please.